Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wild Runners podcast. Um, Colin on with Dan, as always. How, how are you doing, bud? Hey, mate. Yeah, all good, thanks. Busy all weekend. I think I just made it in time before before this recording. So You did? You did? I got a message saying, oh, you know, 10 minutes before we're about to start recording. I'll, I'll be back in five minutes, so... Yeah, priorities, mate. Made it in time. I, I wouldn't let you down. I know, I know, mate, I know. What, you, you've been up to much? Uh, just family stuff, really, mate. Nice yeah. long run this morning. Fam- so family day yesterday. Uh, then some obstacle training this afternoon, and then see the parents for a bit. Cool. Um, yeah, I actually joined the, the World Runners AM Run Club today. I was going to say, mate, I'll, I'll be impressed when you do it in the week, mate. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, that's a complete different kettle of fish, mate. That ain't yeah, going to happen. That's that's when you're, you know, I'll, I'll log on to Strava and give you a kudos for that. If, if, you know, okay. If, if I see you out before 6.30, then you'll get the, the thumbs up. Oh, okay. It's my mission. That's it. Um, but it's, it's a bit of a first for us today because we, we actually had a, a former guest request to come Back on the podcast so yeah that hasn't happened before we've asked people to come back on but we've never had a request for it <laughs> so uh Susie hello welcome back how, hello. Are, how are you I'm not too bad thank you I've been a busy girl this weekend as well so <laughs> yeah weddings and stuff so it's been yeah. good 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 weekend I'm trying to recover um as good. we speak <laughs> is it is it half term for you next week? Yeah, it's half term. So okay. luckily I'm at work so, for most of it. <laughs> but then we've, we've, we've got the Suffolk show on Wednesday, which would be really good. So I'm um, going to go see all the animals at Suffolk show, but that, that's uh, that'd be awesome for the girls. So. Cool. Yeah. yeah, although it's a short week this week, isn't it? It's only three days. Yeah, yeah only two for me because I've got Wednesday yeah. off. Long, well, very long, very long weekend. We're, yeah, and then I'm off to see the killers on cool. Saturday. So it's even even better. So ditch the kids God. for another weekend. Yeah, <laughs> it can't be bad. Come on, I'm gonna start to get, ask you some questions about that. I had to, I had to get out of it. So. <laughs> Just book the tickets. Book the tickets. That's what I do. I'm like, I'm going to this. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I, that's normally my tactic with racing, um, to sort of book it in and then deal with the consequences and details later. Yeah, yeah I'm, so, I'm a bit, bit like that with concerts. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to this concert. Are you coming? And normally it was be no and uh, take my mates with me. So I can't wait for the killers. I've been waiting for two years for it. So really yeah. looking forward to the killers on Saturday. So. You see, if I book a concert, it's normally a rave. So I'm, out of, I'm totally out of action for the next day as well. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Is you know, start early and then, yeah, don't go with the parents. I, ha- I don't. I don't think I've been to a rave since I was about eighteen. I'm probably too old for it, but <laughs> who cares? Do music. they still have raves in middle of fields and stuff, or is it, is yeah. it all above board now, or is it still? <laughs> Some of them still are. illegal. <laughs> Some of them are. The legal yeah, or, ones are the better ones, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just the ones you do with your mates, like when you get an Airbnb in the middle of nowhere and party. Yeah. Away. So, sounds like a good one. Sounds like a good yeah, idea. So, um, so you obviously asked to come back on, um, which is fine. Thank you. You know, pleasure to have you on again. Um, what was it you wanted to? Talk 
go through. If you give people a bit of backstory who are listening, what you wanted to. I wanted to, to I wanted to dig a little bit more into my weight loss journey, really, because um, I felt like I didn't really give everyone the full full story. I think we I felt a little bit all over the place with the last one, and I wanted to dig a little bit deeper because um, I felt like my my weight loss journey is you know if it wasn't for my weight loss journey, I would never have started running in the first place, and I wanted to kind of go over what I'd, I what I've done and what I've achieved in in like the last six years because it's you know, I feel like, you know, hopefully it will inspire someone to to just get going again. You know, even if you've, you've got a setback, you know, hopefully it will inspire someone just to get up and go again. Because, you know, it's always worth it. Always, you know, I've had quite a lot of setbacks, you know, over the years. And, and I want to share that, you know, to say, you know, hey, you know, you, you might have been there, but you, you can get up and go again yeah. and do it. So, so shall well, I shall I start at the beginning again? Oh, I, I, I was going to say, well, kind of. This is your journey, so we'll let you sort of lead it, and then you know, okay. Obviously, we can chip in if you know any questions that we have or you know comments. Yeah, so the, the floor is yours. The mic, the mic is yours. Okay. All right. Well, I'll start at the beginning because it's a, always a good place to start. I, you know, I was never really, I was never blessed with very good genes. My both sides of the family are quite big. Um, my brothers are all six footers, 20 stone. Um, and the same for my mum and dad. They're, they're both quite big people. My mum's a feeder. She likes to feed everyone. You go around her house and um, she's constantly going, do you want, do you want some food? You, you don't look like you've eaten enough. And, um, and my dad, um, he would fry fries everything everything's fried even the oven chips are fried everything's unhealthy and that's that's how I grew up so um and you know I was I don't think I've ever been very blessed with my upbringing as well with like in you know my my parents didn't earn a lot of money um so you know food was always quite quite tight um so it was a lot of unhealthy food as I was growing up um and you know, even from a from a young age, I started probably probably from the age of probably about eight that I actually piled on the pounds. Um, people were saying, "Oh, you know, it's puppy fat. You'll you'll lose that," you know, and I never did. And then by the time I was probably about the age of eleven, um, my mum actually took me to my first actual slimming world group. Um, and I just from that point in my life, I think. I'd literally, I've dieted ever since. Every diet you've been on, um, Weight Watchers, Slim and World, Cambridge, Cabbage, you name it, I've been on it. Um, so that was like my first experience into, into dieting. And but back then, you didn't need a doctor to say it was okay to take a child to a Slim and World group. So I think that had a massive impact on my, my life over the years, really. Um, and I, th I basically yo-yo dieted all the way through my life. I got to the, about to the age of 18. And that probably at that point in my life, I actually moved out of home. Um, and then um, because I wasn't earning a lot of money, I, I didn't actually probably buy any food. It was probably alcohol driven at the age of 18, like, like you do. I moved out of home. Um, food wasn't a priority. 
and I actually lost weight, but not in a very healthy way. Um, you know, out every weekend partying, that was that was the, the life life I was <laughs> going for at the time. You know, um, in about 2002, I met my husband and I continued to yo-yo diet, you know, throughout the rest of my life, really. I then had three children um, and I and by the time I'd had them, I was probably at my heaviest, just probably over 20 stone. I was probably about 21, but I, I didn't really weigh myself then. So I was um, from obviously having my youngest, they weigh you when you're pregnant. I was probably about 21 stone when I just had her. So um, from that point, um, yeah, that was back in 2015, I had her. And it probably wasn't until about 2016 that um, I got invited. I got invited out to, for a friend's um, friend's dinner. We went. I was just going to her house, and then um, I just I didn't have anything to wear. Everything I'd got, um, everything was so tight. I went. I literally had one shop that I could go in to buy clothes and I was just like I don't you know I'm not loving this I'm not loving this life I don't want to live my life in these frumpy clothes um I want to be able to buy what I want to buy but on, on that same night it was probably the night that probably things actually started to click in um you know I sat at the bottom of the stairs and I just physically couldn't get my shoes on I literally I was so out of breath I couldn't reach down to do up the sand do up these my sandals um, and I was like, you know, that, but that was the point that I was like, actually, you've got this fat that you, you can't even get your shoes on. And I think that was a massive turning point for me that I was just, I think I felt a little bit embarrassed and a little bit ashamed, even though it was my husband doing up my shoes and he didn't care. It mattered to me at that time. And I think that was that massive point in my life that I was just like, oh, okay, you, you really need to sort yourself out. Um, and from, from, from that point, I then, I was like, right, okay, um, right, you need to, you, you need to join, join the gym or something. Um, and at that point I was, I was watching quite a lot of things on like Facebook and, um, on Instagram. And I was following this lady who was an amazing lady and her name was Angela Cox and she, um, was doing the body coach. And she was running this page on Facebook called The Big Girl's Journey to Lean. And she was such a massive inspiration for me. And I'm so glad that she put her journey out there because I think if it wasn't for her journey on the 90 day body coach plan, with her inspiration, it just pushed me to take that next step. But at that time, I didn't feel like I was quite ready to do the body coach. I felt like I was too fat. I couldn't go to the gym and do the things that I, I wanted to be able to do in the gym because I didn't think, one, I didn't think I'd be acceptable in the gym. I'd be too big. And I didn't think I'd ever make it through any of the workouts. Well, you know, so what I did then was I joined, I did the Cambridge diet, which allowed me to, um, which allowed me to drop a couple of stone before I actually started at the gym. Um, not the best diet in the world, it's a shake-based diet. It drops your calories to about 600 calories a day. And then you basically, then everything else is just water. So I did that for about eight weeks. And then I finally, finally joined, um, 
finally joined the gym, but I didn't actually start the body coach plan until the January of 2017. Um, and from that moment, I think from that moment on, I, I just taught me a lot about how they, the body coach just teaches you a lot about how to refuel your body um, and um, teaches you a lot about, um, oh, what am I trying to say? It, it, yeah, fueling your workouts and getting active and um, when you, you know, having low carb meals when you're not working out and higher carb meals when you are working out. So it was really good for teaching me how to fuel everything along along my journey, how to eat as well. It, it opened my eyes up to eating different foods. Before the body coach, I'd actually don't think I ever ate anything green. I'd never eaten avocado. I'd never eaten a broccoli. I think if you're lucky, I ate runner beans and that was it. So from, you know, from doing the body coach, it taught me how to love food and explore food because I was putting different, different loads of different food on my plate and things that I would never have eaten before were, I was like, well, we'll try this. And now I think broccoli is like one of my favorite stables in my diet. Everything has broccoli with it. You know, I've got curry, there's broccoli, you know, that, you know, there's broccoli in my stir fry. I even, even my, my work colleagues are like, you can't eat this at work anymore, Susie, you're stinking the whole place out. <laughs> and I go, I'm so sorry, just from cooking broccoli in the microwave. Um, so I did, and with that, you know, from doing the body coach, I then dropped down to about, um, I'd lost about five stone. But um, within that time of doing the, the body coach, and I was doing, I was doing really well, I, I met an old, and I met an old friend. And this is where it, it kind of goes off the rails, really. And it was this friend was very, um quite negative and I don't know whether it was like a jealousy thing or anything like that but it was very it was constant it was like a constantly planting negative thoughts you know you shouldn't work out that much you shouldn't you shouldn't start running you shouldn't eat that you shouldn't be on a diet you shouldn't do that and it was constant and it more of like a quite a narcissistic approach to a friendship and I you know when you just don't realize it's happening and I always think I'm quite a strong person and and I've, I've got, you know, I do what I want to do and I don't really listen to anybody. But when someone's constantly saying, don't do this, don't do that. And I, I got to the point where actually I got quite, I got really withdrawn um, with doing things. I got really anxious. Um, I actually, um, what I think I explained that, you know, I kind of had a, what I'd call like a breakdown and um, I actually went in, you know, anxious and in depression and suicidal and it you know it wasn't a very good point in my life and I was I felt like because I was so withdrawn I was you know it was causing a lot of trouble at work I wasn't getting on well at work so um you know it just it, it just kind of spiraled all my anxiety and emotion things like that and then um which it was really, it's really such a hard time in my life. And I think with, with that, I then kind of, I went into like a different mode of thinking and I, because I was so anxious, I then stopped eating. 
Um, and then I was starting just to live on like the most minimal food. And I was, I was dropping weight, but I wasn't, again, I wasn't doing it in a very healthy way. Um, I was literally living on coffee day to day. And that was it, coffee. And, um, and that probably carried on for probably until about 2018. And I probably, by that point, I'd lost about six stone. Um, and on that point, um, even though I was still anxious and I was still going through a lot of depression at the time, I decided I'd join Team RH Fitness. Um, and I'd kind of, even though I joined Team RH Fitness and they were teaching me quite a lot about um, calorie, calorie deficit and counting calories and making sure I get my steps in, things like that, I was still, still really struggling. And I got to the point where I was literally... I was in a bit of a vicious circle. Um, I'd kind of gone from being um, quite withdrawn to kind of the opposite. I kind of went from, I went into basically binge eating mode where I just literally would binge, binge eat. And then I went into, um, and then I was just binge drinking every weekend every weekend I was literally I got anxious that I wasn't that I didn't have things planned everything I didn't have any nights planned out I and literally every weekend I was just I, I don't know I don't know how my husband put up with it to be honest um every Friday Saturday night I was out and then Sunday I'd be trying to recover from hangover um and I, that carried on to probably until probably January 2020 and I sat and I and I sat down on the phone to my best friend and I said and I cried and I said I can't do this anymore I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself you know you know by, by drinking and doing all the things that um I just I didn't like who I was I didn't like who I was turning into I didn't I'd been on this really good weight loss journey and I was just ruining it all you know, I was, and I, I cried. I said, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do this to myself anymore. And I, she said, look, I think you need to, you need to get some, you need to get some help. You, you need to see a counsellor. And I, I was like, no, no, I don't want to see, I don't want to see a counsellor. So I ended up at the doctor's and she said, look, we need to put you on some antidepressants. And I was like, no, not going on them. Don't want to be on them. Um, I think with my job and no kind of the side effects, I was like, I don't, I don't want to feel like I can't feel. Um, I want to, I want to try and do this without going down that road. So I walked away um, from that, and um, and I ended up back a couple of months later. And they said, look, you've gone antidepressants or you have counselling. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll try counselling. Well, lockdown hit. So actually, in a way, what I said to my best friend, you know, I said, look, I just want the world to stop turning for a minute. I just want to stop going out. I just want to, I want to be me again. I want where, you know, I feel like I've lost who I am. Um, and thankfully, lockdown happened. Um, probably one of the best things that actually happened to me, having lockdown, because it stopped me from going out. It stopped me from binge drinking because I don't drink at home. It was just literally the social aspect of things that that I, I needed. Um, so I was just like, right, I need, this is the time I need to focus on my family. I need to focus on being me. Um, so I spent probably the next couple of months actually 
um, spending it with the girls, spending a lovely summer with the girl, with the, the kids at home. Um, and actually, by that point, I was like, actually, I think I'm ready to have counselling. Because at the time, I felt, I, at the time when they said you need counselling, I was like, you know, I don't feel like I'm, I need counselling. But at the time, I didn't recognise that I needed that. I didn't recognise that I needed help at that time. I think it wasn't until probably a bit later on that I needed needed some help. And I think counselling really helped with me coping. What I needed was being able to cope with going back out into the world and not be not being a binge drinker and not you know feeling that anxiety of not um being able to constantly be on the go and go going out all the time so the counseling really helped it really helped with my anxiety um I didn't ever I never wanted to go on antidepressants so I think I feel really blessed that I was able to do it without without that and actually the best thing that I ever had to help me through anxiety was um cbd oil and i don't know if you've ever tried it but for anxiety or anything like that it's just amazing uh, it just it doesn't take it away it just takes the edge of that anxious feeling that you have it just makes you feel a little bit calmer there's no drugs in it just to let you know <laughs> Yeah. anyone out there there's no drugs in it but it just takes the edge off in it as one of the probably most life-saving things for me because it, it the anxiety was overwhelming constantly and I, I I can honestly say I'm I, I'm not free of anxiety all the time I do get it occasionally see you know I take some CBD oil and it just keeps me quite level and it just helps me function during during the day so you know from you know, from that, you know, I feel like, you know, I came out, you know, of lockdown in a, in, a, in a better place than what I was when I went into lockdown. Whereas a lot of people might have gone the other way and they, they put on those weight. But by, by that point, with all the binge drinking and things like that, I'd gone back up to nearly 16 stone. And I was like, I, you know, I need to crack on and I need to um, get get back on it. So... Even though I'd been on the Team RH Fitness for quite quite a while, um, um, I started that back up in the September 2020, and then just started reopening the gyms again and things like that. So I went back to the gym, um, and I continued, you know, with their their kind of plan and things that they were they were doing. And then once I'd done. And then when it, it got to like November, they we locked down again. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? I can't go to the gym. So I started Les Mills, which probably was one of the best things that I've ever done. I absolutely love it. I'm on it all the time. If you probably, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm on Les Mills every day, <laughs> nearly every day. Um, whether it's they do body balance, they're doing body combat. They've, they've got so much on there. It's unreal. They've got body pump. Um, They've got dance workouts. They've got uh, meditation. They've got running workouts. You, I can put an app on and I can run to them chatting to me as I'm running, which is, it's really such a good, good app. I absolutely love it. If you don't know, <laughs> if you don't follow me on Instagram, then you'll never know how good it is. Um, but from that, I then, you know, obviously um, my because I managed to lose a little bit more weight, I was then able to then start my running journey. But you know, from if I hadn't had lost the weight in the first place, I'd never started my running journey again. 
so by the time you know by that point I'd probably lost um probably about two stone coming to the January um and then by the May I'd probably actually lost probably the probably the next four so by now I'd probably in total I've lost about eight stone four pounds yay um but if it wasn't for all the everything that I'd done previously um I'd never made even made made it run I couldn't even run to the end of the road when I first started you know so I'm you know really grateful for you know the Les Mills um the team RH fitness and things like that um uh I can't remember where we are I am I've read it all down you see just to make sure I get off everything <laughs> <laughs> um you know there's there's so many you know things um out there that people take for granted when when you you have you're not carrying a lot of weight um you know there's things that I couldn't I couldn't do I couldn't put a seatbelt on I literally was used to breathe in in my husband's car I couldn't get a seatbelt on um I couldn't fit behind the steering wheel you know I literally the steering wheel would be touching you know I couldn't the thing you know I couldn't get down and I couldn't get on my knees to play with the kids I I couldn't cross my legs um things I can do now I can do back bends and I'm like oh this is really good I can run a half marathon and the, the you know it's changed my life so much it's un, unreal just you know I've loved being on my journey uh, even though I've had it really tough in some aspects you know I'm really proud of how far I've come um I'm trying to um trying to think where we are <laughs> get lost in your little story no. um but you know when I start I mean when I started my journey in 2016 to 2007 I wanted to make sure even from the beginning when I started in in that time I wanted to make sure I was doing it right I wanted to make sure that I was eating to make sure I wasn't starving myself and even though I had my few blips where um, I went through binge eating and then I went through starving and then, I, you know, um, I feel like I've now kind of settled and I've been on this journey for so long. I feel quite settled in my ways of doing things. Um, I, I feel um, there's lots of principles that I always stick by when I'm when I'm um, doing everything. You know, I make sure that my, I got my 10,000 steps in. I have my two litres of water in every day or over if I can, I make sure I do my workouts like three or four times a week. Um, I never go without exercise, uh, you know, more than two days. That's one thing I'm like, you know, if I haven't done exercise in two days, I'm like, you know, you need to do it. Like tomorrow I need to get on it because I haven't done anything <laughs> for two days. I, um, you were dancing? I was dancing. Yeah, I get my steps in. Yeah, yeah. I was doing a lot of um, what they call slut drops. <laughs> We'll try and then out, out, out anyway. That's a squat. So yeah, I'm squatting, yeah. So <laughs> why not? You know, yeah. I couldn't have done that before, you know, so now yeah, I can. Go for it. So why not? You know, so you're not gonna find us us this in a slut drop, don't worry about that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you worry. Yeah, so um, you know, and I think the but the most important thing for me is actually being in a cal calorie deficit, you know. Um and I think with 
um, the Team RH, their app and following, have you, you've, I spoke about James Smith last time, didn't I? He, and he's got an amazing book out called Not a Diet Book. And if you, if you want to diet or you're looking to lose weight, it's one, probably one of the best books I've ever read. And it's no bullshit approach to dieting and how you, sh- you know, how you should do it. And I think with between the Team RH Fitness app and their supportive community and everything I was learning through like everything that James Smith was coming out with it everything just like kind of clicked into place um and where with the team RH fitness app they um when you're trying to do when they 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 do they sort out your calories for you so you haven't really got to think about it um and with those the calories they automatically put you in a deficit but you have to um, when you're entering it all in, they take into consideration your weight, your heart, your age, things like that, and how much exercise as well. So it works out all your calories for you, which is such a great app. And it, I think it's like, I think it costs you like five pounds a month. I think that it was less than what I was planning to go to like Slim and World and places like that. So it was, and it was such a good community and things like that. And it just, it helped me learn how to track my calories. Um, and making sure that was in a deficit. And I think with having the, the knowledge that I had from the body coach and all the, the eating things and um, the healthy food aspects and learning what was what was healthy food and how you can make healthy food and um, how you can make your, you know, good choices um, from that, you know, then implementing that into like being in a calorie deficit and working that around what um, I was doing with workouts and things like that just everything just kind of was starting to slot into place. So, um, but also from that though, I also, because there's so many good apps out there, from from that also, I um, used to use the Fitbit app as well, because I had, a, I originally had a Fitbit anyway, but my Fitbit used to track my, my steps anyway. Uh, but on there, you can actually, what they do with the Team RH, they actually, they, te- they teach you to weigh yourself every day. I know it sounds really bad, but what it teaches you also is your your body weight fluctuates throughout the week. So say like you've, you've taken on a lot of water, you might weigh more, you know, depending on your cycle for the month, you might weigh more for that. And what it does is if you're weighing yourself every day, you take an average of your whole week. So that, and I think it takes, even though I was weighing every day, it takes the focus, I focus away from stressing about my weight loss or stressing about how much I weigh every week and things like that. So that was that was really a, quite a positive thing for me, even though I still weigh every day, but I don't really take much notice of it too much anymore. Uh, I just make sure I'm, I'm put it in and I'm taking my average over the week. So, and rather than taking, you know, you might go to set up, you're going to Slimming World on one, you know, on that Friday, you might weigh a little bit more than you did on Monday. But because it's an average, you're still, you've still lost weight. And that was always quite positive for me. So, um, but the, you know, there's another app out there. I mean, I stopped, I actually stopped doing the uh, Team RH Fitness. I just wasn't using it as much because I switched over to another app, which was really good, which is MyFitnessPal. And that logs a lot of your, your calories. You can scan a lot more of your food in. Um, so literally I'd walk around and I'd just scan whatever I was eating or, 
you can put a lot of meal you can plan your own meals and you can put them in so everything's so like once you get going with it and you've putting all your meals in it's actually comes quite easy so say like we're having carbonara we have that quite regularly we just put carbonara and it comes up all my calories are already tracked for that everything's already weighed out to what that is um so that's that is a really good app um it's and it's free it's a free app you don't even got to pay for it so um but you on that you can track all your water and things like that but the only thing with my fitness power is when you set that up you I wouldn't ever I wouldn't ever use that as a calorie deficit work you know to work out your calorie deficit um because they set it quite low so I'm probably on about 1,500 calories a day to about 1,800 calories a day depending on on what I'm working out or what I'm doing during the week so um so at the weekend I'll probably have 1,800 calories but during the week I might drop it down just to make sure that I'm continuously in a calorie deficit so I'm having um, I normally save my some of my calories for the weekend or if I'm doing a workout and I know that I'm going to burn quite a bit more then I'll save my calories for that or if I'm running um I think probably with running I found it actually a lot harder to track my calories I was so hungry you know doing my marathon my half marathon training I, I found it really hard to adjust my calories so I just couldn't work out I was hungry <laughs> and I was like I need more food um but I wasn't I didn't really lose any weight um doing my half marathon training I just even though I was running miles just wasn't burning it just I couldn't work it out so I just went oh well <laughs> oh well but I, it doesn't I think now I'm not so f- focused on my weight loss it's more you know making sure that my fitness is on track and I'm doing everything I I can to probably probably maintain more than anything I've still got probably about another 10 pounds I want to lose um before the summer get beach body ready (laughs) um but (laughs) but yeah um you know so I feel pretty lucky that everything I've I've come across and I've researched and I've done everything I feel like I've done, I'm, I'm now on the right path of doing it the right way um and and I'm, I'm grateful for the actually social media and and everyone who's put stuff out there over the over what I've learned over the years on on how to get where I am now and how to maintain it and actually still have a life because that was probably one of the my, my most important things like during my my journey I wanted to make sure that I had a life I still had a social life I still um I still went out with my friends um and I was able to still you know still maintain my weight loss and I think um that is really 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 those apps and things like that have really really helped with that so I feel really really lucky um but I think um you know saying about like the calories and things like that um you know when you when you're doing you know learning about your calorie deficit you've you've got to um when you're looking at your your calories you've, you've got to kind of work it out for yourself so sometimes um you can I can I can feel if I feel hungry, I know that I've, I've got to eat more if I, and I know that 
if I'm hungry, if I eat more protein, then that will fill me up and it will keep me fuller for longer. And I know you have to figure out how to adjust your calories to what you're exercising as well. So, um, but you, you kind of learn that as you, you're going along, you know, I learn how to adjust my calories to what I'm doing. And I think, you know, they, all those apps have really helped and, you know, James Smith and everything that he says has really, really helped. So I, I want people to walk away going, right, you know, I, I need to try this app and I need to try this. And you, you need to, you do need to sit and figure it out and your, your, your calorie deficit. I know full well that if I take my calories up to 2000 a day, I know full well that I won't lose and I might just stick at maintaining. So, uh, but I also, you know, with my calories, I never feel like half the time, I don't feel like I'm hungry you know, have p- plenty of calories. You don't need to drop them super low to lose weight. You, and I, I wanted to make sure that when I did my weight loss, it was steady um, because one, I wanted to make sure that with my fitness, I wanted to tone and I wanted to reduce the amount of excess skin and things that I had as well. Cause that was quite important to me. I wanted to make sure that I, um, I didn't, I didn't look gaunt. I didn't want to look horrible and gaunt. I look a bit chubby today with the, had too much alcohol over the weekend (laughs) (laughs) oh dear (laughs) nobody can see this though but never mind (laughs) oh dear one thing sorry sorry to interrupt you Susie one thing I was going to ask you is how do you know I get the whole calorie counting and being in a deficit but the first thing you've got to establish is your your base calorie needs as in like you know what do you need just to live yeah, so, so you need. How do they? How do they calculate that? Well, basically, you have something called your basic, um, uh, your BMR, which is basic metabolism rate or something like that. Yeah. So you have you have like different parts of it. So you have that which is like you, you know when you're just you're not really doing anything. You, you could lose if you laid in bed. This is what you'd be burning. So you'd be burning like seventy percent of your normal calories by doing nothing. And then you have like um, something called um, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is your NEAT, which is basically what you burn when you're burning, um, when you do exercise. So your NEAT doesn't have to be um, particularly big, actually. Probably, even only, it's only probably 10% of your, what you would normally burn anyway. So if you just increase that NEAT every day, it's probably like 10, 10%. Yeah, 10 yeah I said that 10 percent but it just like walking up the stairs you know just instead of you know getting in a lift walk up the stairs or instead of um getting in the car walk to work or just just little things you don't have to go crazy in order to to, to you know increase that need so I mean I probably burn more calories walking than I do any of my other exercises so if I I'm walking, I do my 45 minutes of walking a day, um, then I'll probably burn more calories doing that than I will running because I would actually be burning more calories over a longer period of time because I probably, I probably, you know, if I'm running 5K, I'd probably, you know, that'd be half an hour. Whereas sometimes if I'm walking, I could be walking for a couple of hours. So I burn more. So, um, so that, you know, that's how you kind of work that out really so and also you know you get there's different parts I don't really understand it but everything uh, <laughs> I understand that bit that I just need to yeah. increase my knee every day in order to burn more calories 
So then, um, but James Smith, you know, if you follow him or you read his book, um, he goes over everything in in the in his book on how to how it all works. Really, I'm I'm not I'm not an expert on that weight loss, no, but um, but you know that's that's how that's how I've learned as I've gone along. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's just just saying. I was wondering about just when you mentioned about calorie counting. That's kind of the first thing. I mean, I I've done it once in my life, calorie counting for a bit. I didn't enjoy it, like weighing food, what have you. I just kind of tried to eat healthy and. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's. Um, I think once you get in, I mean, I do. Um, I think once you get into the habit of it, I mean, I hmm. you know, I naturally you know weigh my, my breakfast every morning because uh, I want to know that that's how much I'm putting on my, my body so um I, I naturally do that with my past you know pasta my vegetables I don't weigh I don't bother with that um to me that's free food you yeah. know but anything like pasta carbs my breakfast cereal I will weigh um and a lot of things you know like with the, my fitness pal you can just scan so if you I don't know if you're having a slice of ham you can just scan it in I mean with the I mean with um team RH they suggest you weigh everything and yeah you can but I think you know your slice of ham doesn't really stop that many calories in it and and yeah okay if you're having multiple slices of ham and you're not bothering weighing and then maybe you would then you know be consuming an extra amount of calories but I think you need to be uh, you know just be mindful of what you're eating sometimes oh it was one thing that always sticks in my head that um James Smith always says to me about um you know if your dog was overweight you know the advice you'd give that dog you know that dog owner is well just give it a little bit less and walk it a little bit more and then it would lose weight and I think it's so so basic sometimes you know in in thinking about things and I that that phrase always sticks in my head you know of the dog <laughs> <laughs> I'm the dog <laughs> but you know I, I love James Smith he's he just he says how how it is um and and I, I like that you know I needed that I think at the, the time of of my weight loss journey and things like that and I'm really pleased at how far I've come over the last year with um my anxiety and depression and getting getting the weight back off and getting back on my journey because it's it has been tough and and I um you know I, I don't know whether I'll be anxiety free I don't know you know I'm hoping I'm going to hit my goal this year um it, you know I've only got 10, 10 pounds to go and then you know in and hopefully this this is the year that we're going to get there you know yeah, no i mean i think it's it's definitely an, an inspirational journey you've been on and to us from, you know, i think it's very brave you talking so openly about it you know because you know it's not easy to talk about personal things like you've you've done this you've done this evening so i mean fair play to you you know a lot of respect for that it's a very brave thing to do yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, I just want people to realize that actually you might, if you hit a, a low point, then, you know, you, you can pick yourself up again, you can get back on there, you can get, get back into the routine and, and, and ho hopefully inspire someone else to get out there again, you know. Mm. One, one other thing I was going to mention, 
right at the start, you, you said going back to your home life, obviously with how you, you know your your mum and dad, you know your mum's a feeder, your dad fried everything. Do you think it's it, it's difficult to eat healthy in this in this country? Just in terms of because it's so, so me and my wife are talking about going through you know the cost of living and everything that's going on. We we're going through the food, and we we predominantly try and eat like fresh food don't get me wrong we do get stuff in the freezer every now and again or you know a couple of times a week but when you look at the cost of buying something some ingredients to make it versus buying something that's frozen with a load of crap in fresh stuff's always a lot more expensive and yeah yeah it is yeah i mean i I think that's awful personally it is i think i think with the what they're they're doing i know it's um, with the, the cost of living going up and they're, they're trying to change the, change the prices, aren't they, on on junk food. And I get, I do get that, but with the cost of living and um, going up, I don't think, you know, that's the right thing to do right now. It is such, so hard to eat healthy um, on a low budget. You, I mean, you can get frozen fruit and things like that, which is, which is, is I mean, I've got three girls and they, they eat me out of house and home. So, um, but it, you know, with, I mean, I'd love to feed him more fruit than we have in the house, but we just can't, we can't afford, they'd, they'd eat a pint of raspberries every morning. It'd cost me a fortune every week, you know, and that's one each, you know, mm. but um, it, it's, 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 it's hard, and it's hard for people um, on a, on budgeting, you know, there mm. are, um I mean, I use with my a lot of my weight loss things. I use a lot of um, books like the Pinch Nom. Um, they're really good. They provide a um, lot of uh, ideas for families, family meals, and and it's another one I use. Um, the Meal Prep King. That's really good um, for learning how to bulk. You know, um, bulk make your food, um, yeah. so you can make it a lot cheaper and things like that. So. Um, yeah the, it, it's really it's hard to eat healthy when when you're on a budget my my fam my my mum and dad never really had a lot of money so everything was but I think we was fussy anyway and I used to eat chicken and chips when I was younger <laughs> <laughs> nothing green no vegetables <laughs> yeah but um yeah so there are options out there for people who who want to there are some you know alternative options out there for people who are on a budget i think you can get some frozen frozen stuff and and there are meals out there you can make a lot cheaper um Mm. if you can if you know if you're prepared to make that so but i can understand with like a busy family life um making stuff is is hard especially like me like my mum you know we had i'm such a fussy eater i don't know how they managed really chicken and potatoes that's all i used to eat yeah i think so i think personally there's an education piece as well missing in in this country or maybe in the western world where you know the only reason i know sort of healthy foods because i did catering at at school and at college so i've kind of i've got a background in it but i don't think a lot of people do and you know that then that's a, that's a knock-on effect into their kids, you know, with what what they eat. I mean, I'd say great pride if you asked if you asked my lad what his favourite food is, he'll say broccoli. Yeah. And it, it, it genuinely is. He 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 loves broccoli. 
yeah and he'll even say you know we can have pizza like once a week but we can't have it every night so just trying to teach him yeah stuff like that. but i do think there's there, missing like people there is knowing. a there, i mean being, i've got i mean I, i've had three children go through um primary school and they do we i think we're quite lucky in our area they do teach a lot of healthy eating all the way through mm. school and we and it's um it's continuous right through to the canteen and 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 they, they continue i think it's got a lot better over the years of okay. teaching them how um with healthy foods and what's right and what's wrong and um and and things like that so it is it is getting better however i work in dentistry and they do not teach them how they teach them how to brush their teeth <laughs> um probably when they're about six years old and then they don't bother teaching them ever again after that and you know such a simple thing in life they need to probably teach them when they're about 13 I think because they all get a bit yep. lazy <laughs> that's it and you're not going to get any new ones then are you yep yep yeah it, you know they skim over things I mean when you're learning to brush your teeth at six years old you're not going to retain all that information when you're six and then by the time I see you and they'll tell you how to brush your teeth, you're in your thirties and you've probably got about four fillings, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> gum disease everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm lucky I haven't got a single filling, so I'm, I'm happy with that. Oh, you're good. You're, you're yeah. good. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um, is, is there anything else you wanted to go through about your journey or no, like I think that? I I think I covered most of it. I wrote everything down that I really wanted to get out. So you know, I just want to you know, you know, there's so many aspects to weight loss. You know, with you know, making sure that you've got the. the I mean, water so important. The amount of water I drink now is unreal, um, and so, you know, it's and it just helps flush everything out. That's so you know, making sure that you're continuously trying to get active and and um get you know get your steps in make sure you're in a deficit get try and be as healthy as you can you know you don't have to be healthy I still have chocolate I still eat crisps I still have a glass of wine every now and then or or quite a few when I go to a wedding (laughs) but um you know you still I think you still you need to make sure you're, you're constantly still living a life and don't be restricted I don't restrict myself I don't say can't eat I can't eat that never I think with the what I've learned from James Smith and Team RH is you don't you don't need to restrict yourself on everything you just need to eat it in moderation um track it um keep within your your calorie deficit um and and that's probably the most fundamental things you know even if I don't do any exercise for one day I don't completely lightly beat myself up about it because I know that I'm still in my deficit and I'm still going to maintain where I am you know so I think that's the important thing about weight loss is don't restrict because you'll end up binging um also also one one of the things that's really important is sleep if I'm if I'm sleep deprived I will eat the contents of the fridge because I'm tired and I haven't fueled properly um and I haven't and yeah if I'm hung- I know when I'm tired because I'll be like in the fridge every five minutes going what can I eat even though I'm not hungry so sleep so important I know new parents 
<laughs> to be especially i'm going to be a bit sleep deprived soon <laughs> yeah i know i've got it coming i've got it coming yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah um well we did put obviously out some you know the opportunity for some people to ask some questions um and welsh am actually sent in um a couple um the first one wasn't really a question but he's just put down um Susie's stories are inspiring and certainly keep the Instagram followers motivated. So again, I think it just says, obviously, you know, what you're doing is, is really, is really good and how how you're going about it. And the other question you had was, uh, what is the one thing if you had to choose, it would be that keeps you going when you're down? So what keeps you going when you're down, basically? Um, What keeps me going when I'm down? Um, probably our music I just listen to a lot of music and if I'm really down I just put on a good load of bangers and, um, and head out for a walk and just clear my head I think that's probably what keeps me keeps me happy um, get some of me time and I love I love a bit of yoga as well so if I'm not feeling it or um yeah, I'll do some yoga and do some breathing and a little bit of meditation just to take the edge off. And then, then normally that sorts it out. Loads of music. I love my music, though. I'm always searching for something new. So always love it if anyone pings me a new, listen to this. So, so if you're getting music, you're like, oh, she'd love that. Send it over. <laughs> always add that to my playlist. So, I yeah. Spam Susie with you. Spam yeah, your music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, right, well, I mean, is there anything, like I said, just, is there anything else you wanted to bring up or anything? No, I think I covered everything. No? Cool. Well, thank you, thank you for coming on again. No, um, thank you for having me. <laughs> Sorry I pestered you with all my questions like um, beforehand, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's just something that I think it might be. Have you ever thought of doing your own podcast for the people who have had weight loss journeys and obviously discuss it with them, not in a counselling way, but just to, just to share it? Have you ever thought of doing something like that? No, no, I haven't. But um, everyone, I think everyone, a lot of my my bosses and things like that said, uh, "How about doing your own podcast?" Because I think you'd be really good at it. So, yeah. yeah. So, because yeah. I a lot of my, I sent the link to all my bosses at work and said, "Here, I have a have a have a listen to this." So, um, so a lot of them listened to that. And they're like, "Oh, you should do your own podcast. It'd be really good." <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with them. Thanks. So, but no, but th- thank you very much for coming on, and um, thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for having me. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye.